0: This week on Tech UK, ITV refuses to partner with Hulu and YouTube. Virgin Media subscribers love the iPlayer. Is Sky coming to Freeview? Freeview is being extended in the western UK. XP won't support IE9. Google stops entering China. All on this week's edition of the Tech UK podcast. Welcome to the second episode of the Tech UK podcast. I'm Giovanni. And I'm Stefano. And this is the Tech UK podcast where we cover the latest tech news from the UK and from abroad. So let's get straight in with the news. So, ITV has decided that it will not be partnering with Hulu and YouTube. To share its content. This move means, means that all the other key players are currently on YouTube and will probably be on Hulu, meaning that ITV will have to have its programs accessed through its own website. Frankly, its website is horrible in the number of ads it's using. Cause literally to watch a half an hour program will have maybe seven, eight, it will have pretty much as many ads as on TV. And I'm not saying that they can't have ads on their content, but when the ads are more excessive or pretty much the same as on TV, it pretty much destroys all the benefits of I can watch TV whenever I want, how I want. That also probably means that um, ITV will not be made available on portable devices because the, um, the Canvas project which was being worked on which apparently ITV has signed up to has been cancelled, um, or the Kangaroo Project was it called? Um, one of those has been cancelled. The BBC is trying to approve the second one, which is Canvas, I believe. And it seems that ITV just does not get it. They do not understand that the more you spread your content out, the the more that you're going to be able to make money off it.
1: Yeah, um, I would have to agree with you that on on the ITV Play on. I think
0: one, one TV channel that definitely gets this is Five, which is distributing its programs everywhere. It has its own Demand 5 site, which is frankly fantastic. It does mm. have ads every 15 minutes. It maybe has one minute of ads. And one of the features that I really like, which they've implemented now on YouTube, is that it tells you how many seconds until your program starts. On ITV player, for example, it says one out of six ads, and I have seen six ads in a break,
1: which is about three minutes. I know, frankly, it's appalling because the reason for um um watching TV on uh, your computer is it's supposed to be fast and um and like we're, quicker than on TV and I, better
0: and we're meant to be able to skip bits we don't want to watch, and we shouldn't have to watch ads because we've decided to skip a bit of it. So if we want to start halfway through, we shouldn't have to have to watch the ads for the pre-rolls before it starts, shouldn't have to watch the ads in break 1 and the ads in between break 1 and 2. So, and possibly 2 and 3 if we're starting later on in the programme. So, they really are not getting it. 5 has its programs on YouTube, it has Demand 5, it has its programs now on Virgin, I think as well, on Demand. They do not get it.
1: I think Channel 4 is trying to catch up to Five's level.
0: I, I think um Channel 4 is actually doing better than um 5 because it actually makes all of its past programs available as well. 5 does that for a lot of its shows, but Channel 4... It's very liberal because it's the, one of the newest TV channels, and the way it it works is that it understands these new media technologies, how they work. If they have the more content out, they can put ads on it. The more people trying to find it, they'll just sell more ads. They'll make more money.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I, and I think they do have some technology programs on there, and I think that they are trying to get that to as many people as possible because um not everyone watches TV
0: um, well pretty much everyone does yeah, but um, but for example I no longer watch TV without it being on demand because of the way that my life does not have to centre around TV anymore, TV centres itself around me, if I want to watch a one hour programme in half an hour I can I'll just skip the start of it or I'll cut bits out for example I've been watching The Apprentice USA and i don't have to sit there watching the whole show it's an hour and a half i can cut it down 40 minutes
1: by skipping the boring parts um um uh, now i'm going to talk about the bbc because i think because of bbc's way of of um not having ads uh, um uh, will affect how uh, the content is 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 spread out to people
0: so what do you mean by that
1: like, um, firstly, people, like, outside from outside the, amidst the UK, can't watch the programme. They can't
0: watch any of the other ones either, though, which I think that's absolutely fair. We paid the licence fee, they should not be able to watch it. The BBC does, however, allow people to watch, Um, it has uploaded a lot of its programmes to YouTube, for its BBC Worldwide arm, which is what resells our programmes to abroad. So we have, for example... Top giving resold to the US, and they've tried to make their own fake version, which apparently has not gone very well. This does have, however, an underlying story, which is that Hulu seems to be trying to make deals with UK um TV companies, and I don't know if it will launch without ITV, because it is a major omission, but for some reason, ITV has decided to go on ahead with another video-demand platform, which is called Seesaw, and it's decided that... Is going to archive TV shows there. ITV says that they will not be... Um, I Just one quick comment. I just want to say that ITV Player... It's a blatant copy of the iPlayer name. They could have been slightly more... Original. Original is the word. They said that we enjoyed 180% growth in terms of usership of ITV Player last year. Meaning it's almost three times more people. That's not because your player is very good. I'm sure it's because more people have now learned about video on demand.
1: Yeah, um... Yeah, um... I've I've got to say, I don't really watch ITV that much because there aren't really interesting programs on ITV. ITV... I, let me just take a quick look at the ITV player
0: um, website, which I'm guessing is itv.com slash ITV player. Yep, that goes exactly <laughs> where it should. The interface is very nice. Um... It's, it has a massive BT Vision background ad, which is quite sly in the way that they're trying to make money off that as well. <laughs> yep. But I, can't, I really I cannot stand it. I've liked that they've moved on from Silverlight, which was a terrible technology. I do not know why they would even consider using Silverlight instead of Flash. Hopefully they will move on to H.264 and YouTube will do the same, meaning that we'll be able to access all of this content on our iPads when they come out.
1: Because even Flash is a very proprietary system. Um, hopefully they will make the ITV player layout more simple. Because before on uh, Channel 4, when I tried to watch something, um, I couldn't really find my uh, way around it. But um, with with um, YouTube, I can.
0: Was that Channel 4 that you meant, or ITV? Both. Both, Okay.
1: Um, Moving on to our
0: next story, which is a bit of a change from that, but it's also linked in. We have Virgin Media subscribers, which love the iPlayer, apparently. So, new new iPlayer figures from BBC revealed that the Virgin Media subscribers were responsible for 17.8 million content requests during February. Now, if my calculations are correct, that is about 500,000 streams a day. So, uh, just one second, okay, Six, 68.7 million are getting the service via the BBC website, which means I assume the other about 48 million are getting it through the v um, the V Plus and the VHD boxes, which they provide. Um, BBC told the Daily Telegraph that the body is close to launching a new version of the iPlayer designed to make view more social, and this is what iPlayer is trying to do now. Not only on Virgin Media, but they're trying to make their whole iPlayer very, very social, basically. They're going to have connect buttons, Facebook connect, they're going to have all these ways that you can distribute your content. So you can say that you have watched this, and you can say I recommend this to a friend. You can already do it in some forms, but making it more social, Twitter, etc. would be of good um, benefit. But this does show how much the iPlayer service in itself is so popular. The website is fantastic. It loads fantastically. It adjusts
1: to the speed of your broadband. They have HD. What more could we want? I think it is actually the best one out of all of the all of the TV um, online services. Yeah. YouTube. I mean, it's really good like, laid out. I can just click on something and um and um it would just be the video and um no ads no yeah of course it none can't of that
0: it to the BBC obviously fantastic service for us so on the other hand we have our next bit of news which is Virgin's um, rival Sky which has confirmed that 3D digital TV will be launched very very soon on April 3rd. The company has decided that it will have a channel operating at that time, and it has also confirmed that 5HD will debut on its digital TV service in July. Sky's director of Project design TV product development said, this is Brian Lenz talking, with 3D, seemed really as believing. So it's great news that over a thousand pubs across the country will be able to show the magic of 3Ds to their customers. So, um, the service will begin with a broadcast out of the Premier League clash between Manchester United and Chelsea. And there will be um, five further top-flight games shown on the channel for the end of this season. And there will be a lot of other Football League playoffs broadcast in the 3D format.
1: So, basically, um, are they, like, like? is it like, like most of their shows are, well, nearly all of their shows are going to be... In 3D.
0: No, this is the... um, I could say problem, but I don't really think it's a problem. I think it's actually good that all their shows are not in 3D. Because they're only. it's literally going to be one of those channels that launches and they have maybe 20 games a month in 3D of football, and that's about it. Because, as you can clearly notice, the price of of cameras and 3D technology is not actually very cheap. So you won't be able to, they won't be able to budget and um, start recording everything in 3D straight away. Sky's had a very busy week and it's also said that it could offer digital TV channels via Freeview. The Sunday Times has reported that the company um, could be given the go-ahead to sell its offerings to non-subscribers under new plans from Ofcom. Sky's chief operating officer Suggested in newspaper that it's keeping all of its options open. This is by this is essentially if it was a project it would be an alpha. It's not even in beta. This would not even it's not even a rumour. It's literally Sky has said if ever we got to a point where a clear outcome was presented, I guess we would have another look at it, he added. Which means that they may consider it, most likely it will not be happening.
1: Yeah, and I think because now, oh, so many people are paying for services like pubs, like wouldn't have. Uh, I mean, are paying for this?
0: I think the way they would do it would be with um that top up TV service that they currently have now as well, where you can get um certain channels like I don't know Nickelodeon or some kind of premium channel and yeah. get that. Hopefully they would actually make it completely free and run it all on ads. See, I have no problem with ads if it's a premium product which is supported by ads or make me pay for it, but no ads. There's a compromise, but don't give me something that I have to pay for and have ads. It's like certain newspapers, which I see being sold, which really should not be being sold at all. For example, The Times is fantastic. It limits its ads quite a lot. It puts ads... Where necessary and only to keep its business model going, where you go to something like the Evening Standards, which was previously a paid newspaper full of ads, the Sun, the same thing. Seems I've drifted off topic yet again. Yes. And
1: yes. what was this story about, actually? Oh, um, it's about. Um, it was about Sky about delivering I TV
0: channels via yeah. freeview. Yeah,
1: I think this is good as like, as like um some shows. Some really good shows that are only on um, this and not anything else, so so that yeah, they do have yeah. quite a few exclusive shows, such as Lost, which yeah,
0: yay. would not be coming anytime soon as I this know. is never going to happen realistically. If it does happen, fantastic!
1: And uh, as before, it was on it's channel not four before, like it was on channel yeah. four Lost. Moving on back to Virgin Media
0: and We reported last week that they were going to showcase their 200 megabits broadband service. And they have actually said that they will be able to launch a service in a few years' time. 200 megabits. Um, A few years' time isn't really specific. They actually said in the next couple of years. So within two years, you could actually be seeing this
1: two or three years
0: yeah a couple usually means two but <laughs> this could mean that like they did at the ideal home show 2010 in london you could get something more realistically like 185 megabits and you'd be able to have two 50 megabits per second downloads streaming a bbc hd program from iplayer and you could probably um and do something else using that bandwidth as well. You, you could probably have four TVs running off iPlayer at the same time. At the same time, Virgin Media has also recently confirmed that it is set to launch 100 megabits
1: broadband by the end of 2010. Yeah, that's good. As of, as, as of now, they um, uh, just need twice the speed and then they'll, they'll be at 200 megabits per second. 200? There are 50 now. No,
0: but oh I think they basically I they look just look keep doubling. Up, yeah. Um it has suggested that such technology would be more than twenty-four times faster than the average speed of broadband in the UK at the moment, which is something around four megabits. I'm guessing this will be on fiber optic. Definitely. There's no way that they would ever be able to deliver that by any other way. Fiber Optic yeah. um theoretically has a pretty much unlimited expansion. So hopefully they will expand it, not by making it faster, but by also offering it to rural areas. And they claim it doesn't slow down. It does slow down, just not anywhere near as much as normal telephone cables do. I think this, when we do get something like 100 megabits per second, hopefully they'll do the same that they did with 50, where they upgraded all their 2 megabit customers to 10. So yeah. hopefully all the 10 megabit customers will be going to 20, 20 to 50, and all 50 to 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but the, I've, the, I've... the price <laughs> that the um 50 megabits is currently available is something ridiculous like £36 a month. If you do need 50 megabits, that's absolutely fantastic. I have seen newer installations, very new houses, which include a boost feature where you get 50 megabits... And they have a specialist i um, it broadband company which you click a button and for fifteen minutes it'll give you a hundred meg boost which is absolutely incredible. With this two hundred megabit broadband, we'd be able to get a whole episode of Lost maybe or any other show in
1: HD within a minute. Definitely. Mm. Um, hopefully in about four um, a years' time. Um, if it keeps um doubling it, um. It should be a 400 in about 4.2. I, I think guess. it will get to the
0: point where... It will be just ridiculous. It will. We will basically not be using all that bandwidth. I say this, but at the same time, Bill Gates said something stupid like, you will never need more than one megabyte of RAM. Mm, not very smart. Things do change. I'm sure yeah. we'll get to super high-definition TVs Hopefully. where you'll be able to... Zoom in ten million times and be able to to see every little fiber on their hair.
1: Maybe in like a century time, um, a million terabytes exist, and there will be a faster, more yeah. people have service. been talking
0: about the grids, but we're drifting off topic. Yeah, ever so slightly.
1: <laughs> now, speaking
0: of broadband, our person known as Alistair Darling has promised broadband for everyone with the 2010 budget. Mr. Darling has announced that he claims that all of the UK will be able to get broadband. But once again, it's going to be 90% of homes. He did say that it would be super fast broadband and this 90% of homes would be ready by 2011, according to the BBC. And this would be... Achieved through a fifty P tax on every single person's broadband bill, adding up to around six pound a year, to exactly six pound a year actually, and all that money together would help to fund this government backed system. It's still unclear whether this would be fibre optic. Well, I
1: just think it would be normal
0: copper wire. I really do hope it is fiber optic, yeah, so Most likely it will be though, as they have claimed super fast broadband, you're not going to get anything faster than 24 megabits at the moment with ADSL2 over the phone lines. So, hopefully the UK government will be getting us all fiber optic broadband. It seems like it's a very good week for TV in the UK, Freeview, and internet. Just... Just generally, we seem to be having a very good technological week. Yeah. Unlike the US, which we'll turn to in a minute, UK news seems to be going all very well. I know. And we have one final, I would say, positive piece of news. And that is that the West TV region is now switching over to its free view. On Wednesday, 24th of March, Analog BBC Two was turned off permanently meaning that they will never be able to get that via analogue again, and it means that if they want to get the new channels and watch this channel, they will have to re- um, retune their box. The final stage of this switchover takes place on April 7th, when all the remaining analogue channels will be switched off permanently. There will be messages on the screens telling people to to, how can I explain this, to basically re retune, retune is the perfect word yeah. here. Uh, on April 7th, further freeview channels from ITV Channel 4 and 5 also come available from relay transmitters for the first time. So it appears that they weren't able to get these before. If you are from that area, please do tell us if you were able to get um, free view before and whether, how the quality is, for example, because... We, even here in London, we do notice occasional blockiness, not anything like how Sky sometimes has when it's raining. That is just absolutely terrible. Satellite is inherent I mean. satellite faults. But Virgin Media, for example, would not have that problem, not promoting Virgin Media at all. But we don't really have much complaint about here in London because generally the freebie signal is very, very good.
1: Yeah, and... um. I don't know why, like, London isn't being, like, the first part of the UK to um, be upgraded to Freeview, because it's the capital. I think it's the problem
0: that, because it's the capital, there are so many people. And it doesn't really make a difference to us anyway. We already get Freeview, it makes no difference. And all the elderly people, all the people that won't know about Freeview for some reason or another... I have not seen many marketing campaigns, but I've heard that freebie penetration is over 80% now, which is extremely high. With all the government schemes about them giving out free boxes to elderly people, to people who are in need, they, they will need to take some time to get around the whole of London. With 7-8 million people, it really will take a while.
1: Yeah, um, I think they announced it in uh, London, I think it was... Over the first or second part of the, of the twenty twelve,
0: that they will be switching over. Yes, yeah. it will be twenty twelve. I'm not. Sh- I'm not exactly sure on details when, but yeah, twenty twelve will be the year for the Olympics, and of course, our previews yeah, I think which over, which will why. confuse a lot of people. However, it does mean that um, the digital quality signals, which are, I have to say, much better than the analog signals, will be available to everyone. So everyone will be able to watch our fantastic preview. Um, Olympics, all digital and it also means that we'll be able to, by that time as well, have obviously free VHD as it's already available in London, I don't know why they started here with that, I'd love to know why, considering they have free only places where they could have started off with but fantastic, we have everything available with all these little PVRs and boxes coming out, we'll all be able to have free VHD within the next few years Moving on to global news where not everything is as bright as sunny as here is in, in the UK, where it's not actually bright and sunny outside at all. It's also been a very rainy week lately. It's very hot.
1: Anyway, and
0: that's the weather. Apple has opened the floodgates to the to the iPad apps, which are now available to be submitted to the iPad App Store. The Deadline for the apps going in is actually today, not today, actually it's tomorrow, Saturday, and all the apps will be available to be submitted until then you can submit your apps and supposedly Apple will review them by then and they will all be available once they get approved for the launch date of the iPad in the US. At present, Apple has still not allowed our UK release date or price. I know. Which I think they really should have used the hype they had on the day to get people to start. They should have actually allowed pre order straight away. Yeah. I'm still intrigued to see whether it does come with a camera. It seems that they have updated the website and have said that one of the buttons has changed, but there has been no camera added. So it could look like I'm going to be waiting for the second generation. A lot of iPhone and other apps are getting upscaled to the iPad, but we have the Kindle, which is getting its own iPad app, coming exclusively to the iPad. Okay. And this will mean that in places such as the UK, we'll be able to actually get books, because Apple supposedly has not allowed the iBooks app, which comes on the US versions of of the iPad, which means that at the moment they have not got any supposed agreements with book publishers, magazines, publishers. I really do hope that they do have some support, because the Kindle app will allow us to essentially bypass the whole iPads um, and iBooks app store. And... It seems that Kindle is trying to expand to everywhere it can at the moment. I
1: think what com- I think what companies need to realize is that the e is the future, and uh, and uh, devices like the iPad will is also the future. And
0: and Amazon has really realized this. It's a completely um, web-based company. Some of its delivery mechanisms are amazingly quick they have fantastic prices for the most part and hopefully they will also make this service available in the UK because if they do release the Kindle um, app for the iPads but don't make it available for the UK that would be kind of a, a letdown as we would like to be able to get some books here we can get them on the website why not also on the app I'd be pretty surprised if it's not Actually um, included yeah for the UK. Hopefully, they'll submit it for all the app stores. Next, we have Windows XP, which will not support the next version of Internet Explorer, Internet Explorer 9. v3.co.uk is reporting that there will be no XP support for Internet Explorer 9. And this has been revealed by Microsoft, according to them. The company confirmed early media reports saying that the performance and security limitations of the operating system will not be able to handle the new version of the browser. And I think it is time for it to move on. i nine will have HTML five and will have new improved Java engines. Apparently, JavaScript will be much quicker, leading to its hopefully increasing its speed of loading pages. How Chrome and Safari have done that very yeah. very well. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't actually like um uh, using um Internet Explorer because it's so, like, it's... I, I can make a cup. Of, I can make a cu- a cup of tea, and uh, the page is uh, is this is still loading? Well,
0: maybe you just have very slow internet connection. No, no, it's literally you don't notice it that much on certain websites. It won't make a difference in downloading videos, for example. But when you need a page to load quickly, Chrome is the way to go at the moment.
1: Yeah, um, uh, it's sort of like um, it's sort of like when like you want a page to to uh, load qu- um quickly, it just won't.
0: Yeah, it's just it's still not good enough. So hopefully this will be the end of Windows XP getting new browsers, which will hopefully mean it is actually a big security risk, I think. There's going to be a lot of attacks coming for Internet Explorer 6, 7, 8, which will continue to get security updates and will continue to be attacked. But I think this will hopefully get some people to just move off Windows XP, go to Windows Vista if they're going to be very strange. But <laughs> Windows 7 is the way to go at the moment. It's very, very Mac-like, very... It does seem very stable. I'm sure there's loads of viruses for it already, but... <laughs> yeah. That's the way what happens. When you have the biggest operating system, you're going to get attacked, and people need to move on. Yeah. There it... will be companies that will not be able to move on for certain reasons, but I'm sure that they'll be able to accommodate them with um with helping them to just making it a clear upgrade path, basically. Yeah,
1: um... Um, some, uh, websites, like, um, uh, YouTube, um, uh, um, uh, like, really old versions of uh, IE8.
0: They, j- not 8, but 6. 6, yeah, 6, Etc. They, they do have warnings out saying, we do not support this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've and seen And, like, that. dates, bitch, it's gonna end, and, like, I, uh, move to, um, uh, like, other... Browsers. Era. Yeah. Probably. It
0: seems that they really... Some people really do not get the point that they have to upgrade their browser. They have to have the latest browser. Yeah, they shouldn't even be using Internet Explorer. But
1: yeah, I think companies do because um uh, because um it's really free on uh, the operating system and they don't have to.
0: It's not even that. It's that it is supported by Microsoft. They are paying for support from Microsoft. They want to get support from Microsoft. They don't want some company called Mozilla or. Opera or Google. Google giving support. Well, Google cannot give support. Never try emailing Google for support. They are a web company seem to think they don't need to, to help people. Either they think they're just wow, we're Google, we can do anything we like. And on that note, it seems that Google has decided I think rather ballsy they've decided to stop censoring, censoring the China... Google searches. So, what happened was, on Monday, they stopped censoring it completely, which meant that people who went to Google.cn would be redirected to the Hong Kong site, which is not censored. This lasted for just over a day, at which point, China had decided that, no, they're not going to put up with this. And... China has basically had 400 million web users which are now unable to either access Google. Not everyone at the moment, but it's starting to happen. And the technology is so smart. They will sometimes say this page is unavailable. They will not say this website does not exist. They'll say this page is unavailable. If you try to access websites like Google, the internet will start to slow down. They'll do it. Sometimes they'll let the page load, but they'll make it so unbearably slow that if you even tried to use it, why would you not just use a bigger company? And I can totally see why China's doing this. Because for them, why do they need Google? What's this American company doing in their country? No one uses Google in China. They all use a service called Baidu. It's their search engine, set pra- practically their national search engine, considering how much it's censored. But good job to Google for actually standing up to China and saying no, we're not censoring this anymore.
1: Um, but the thing is, um, uh, th- um the Chinese people are um uh, are really nice, respectful people, and I guess why they don't want this is because it would be rude to uh, their culture.
0: Yeah, a lot of the the way that the culture is is if the government says it's wrong. People believe it's wrong because they have been told it's that way. If they believe that they should get results which help their children and results which are going to basically not let them search for certain events which have happened in their culture, fine. There's obviously people who do not want this to happen. Hopefully, though, Google will will actually stay out of China. This will hopefully send a message to other bigger companies like Microsoft and Apple and just basically say. Right. If you want to deal with it like this, if you don't want people to have privacy, if you don't want people to be able to have free speech, fine. We're not operating in your country anymore. Hopefully, these companies will get on board, and they'll all they'll basically send a message to China that if they don't want to have free speech, fine. We're American companies. We believe in free
1: speech. This is how the world operates. Don't want to work that way. Bye. Um, the thing is, um, uh, the Chinese government, um, um, it is. It, it it's really upsetting. Um, uh, it's really upsetting American companies. Um, uh, lately, it is.
0: Reason. Apparently, it was the one. The reason this is happening is because apparently Google was hacked into by the Chinese government. They didn't say this explicitly, but they basically said, "Well, we've been having problems with you, and after two months of negotiations, you have not decided to help us." So these are not obviously their own words. So we've decided to to just leave your country. Oh, no, we're not really. We've just gone on to censor our results. And China just basically goes, We're China. We don't care. If we want to, we'll make a fake company called Google. We'll even use your logo. We're China. We'll do whatever we want. We can just get away with it. Right free speech is gone. And that's the way we work. Don't like it? Tough. Same attitude as Google's having now. So I think we should have a little round of applause for Google. They've actually done very well. Well done, Google. Okay, now that we've destroyed out your eardrums. Um, before we keep on damaging your hearing, we're going to our last story, which is about Opera Mini. And Opera's very bravely come out and said, Yeah, we're making a little app for your iPhone. It's called the Opera Mini Browser, it's faster than your one Apple. Yeah, this is our browser. And then they expect Apple to approve this. No. They basically said, um, our browser is superior and therefore we'd like you to approve it, Apple. This is Apple. They have been rejecting apps for having an icon that's too ugly. Is this going to happen? Probably not. They, they, re- they usually don't let apps in because it copies a functionality already available in the phone. So if your app does compete with us, if it's exactly the same, or it looks the same, it does the same basic functions, you're not getting into our app store.
1: Yeah, that's basically what App has done.
0: Opera's basically decided to make a browser, and it thinks it's going to get into there. Why would you even want the Opera browser? Sorry, people that use Opera, but... Why? I mean, um, it is it's... quite good. I mean... But... I have used it, but... Yeah. They use it on the PlayStation 3, they use it on the Wii. Wii. Do they use it on the PS3? I'm... No, no, I don't think they do. I've... That might be a custom browser on no. the PS3. But... The, the Wii definitely uses it, and at one point you had to pay for it for some strange reason. I know. But, yeah, this is not going to work for you. It looks a lot like Chrome at the yeah. moment. They have... Except it, it for... essentially looks like an absolute clone of Chrome. I have actually heard that this was all available in Opera before, and the Google brand name actually got Google more market share, because we're Google, here's our browser, it's amazing, it's fast, and Google is essentially... Google Chrome is essentially Opera repackaged and looking a bit nicer. If I'm actually taking a look at a screenshot of it now, and it looks very, very similar. Has
1: very little changes.
0: Yeah. But on the iPhone, it's not the nicest interface I've seen as I well. I know.
1: Um, this is clearly not going to get approved because um, even at the bottom, um, it has the forward and back page just like the. The Safari one, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's, that, that would not be the reason why they'd ban it. They would have re- banned it because they're using a similar icon. Although they have done that in the past. It's yeah. going to be because we have Safari. The links in all the programs are going to open in Safari. Why would you want another browser? You're not getting another browser. Very simple. Yeah, That's the way the Apple universe works. Apple has every right to do that. Yeah. I don't think it's completely right. But then again, that's the way it works. It The, stable, the system has been very stable. Because of the fact that you can't install all these other apps. And if Apple wants to do this, fantastic. Let it do whatever it wants. But I think I think in Browse it's not such a big difference. But other apps like Calendar apps. some The Calendar app on the iPhone is so basic. You cannot add tasks. The Reminders settings are not very flexible. They, they should allow some... Yes, but then if they allow it for calendars, they'll need to allow it for
1: browsers. Well well, um, not necessarily because it's it's Apple which decides what it Yeah, wants but to they're I not think. gonna
0: have double standards, are they? Apple never has double standards. Suck. That's actually the end of this week's news, which I quite enjoyed it. We have some very positive UK news this week. Google seems to have become very, very manly doing all its work now. Getting off of China. China's fighting back. Very good news week. Of course, you can email us at our new email address. Please do take note of this. I'm going to wait for you to get a pen and paper. Just come on. No, no, seriously. Oh, you don't use pen and paper anymore. Okay. Remember this URL. For the blog. It is techukpodcast.blogspot.com. At techukpodcast.blogspot.com, you can email us at techukpodcast@gmail.com, and you're already subscribed to the feeds. But if this you're just listening to this as a one-off, you can add this feed to your um, iTunes or whatever you'd like to listen it to. HTTP dot, um, colon slash slash feeds.feedburner.com slash techukpodcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any emails, please do email us at the Tech UK Podcast, dot com. Not the Tech UK Podcast, TechUKPodcast dot See you later. Bye. Bye.